Hi guys, welcome back to the All The People podcast. I have none other than Luke with me. Luke is my partner. I don't like, I don't know. It's, we've been together for six years now and I thought it'd be really cool for us to come on here and actually talk about love and just like relationships and moving into the new year, hurdles, those types of things. I thought you were like the perfect person for me to to talk about this with because we've we've seen each other through so many different things well thank you for having me <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know that this moment was ever gonna happen why are you, you know? no but i feel no. i feel very honored to to have made it here and uh i'm down to talk about whatever i no. think it'd be cool if we talked about how we actually met because sometimes like on tiktok like you know y'all see like glimpses of luke a lot and we show like the black women in luxury and just luxury and date night and travel like we travel a lot but i've had like a lot of comments where people are like how did you guys meet like how did it happen it wasn't like a set up situation when me and luke actually started dating it was just like it was crazy because he was on we, we had like a mutual friend we had a mutual yeah. friend, um, and I was working at his car dealership during the summer, but it wasn't like this friend like set us up or anything. Um, Luke would always come in. He was always just super smiley. I don't know. I, I like describe the way that uh, we started dating as like the universe, just because I don't think either one of us at the time were, were, looking really, for anything. We were really looking for a relationship because you were young, I was young. You were in college somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still trying to figure myself out. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and then more or less, I mean, like I said, just events happened and here we are, you know? Yeah. Like, it, I don't think that when we hung out the first time, you were thinking like, oh man, I'm going to be here six years later with this per- yeah. with this person. But, you know, that's kind of how life went. I think like during the time period, we were both like very like driven, like like by our own self. Yeah. And I also think we were, we were it was weird because like we both were like going through things so different but like so similar Mm -hmm. and like that's like why i always think like sometimes like when it does come to relationships and it does come to dating certain people sometimes the best ones are like when you like least expect it to happen yeah like i wouldn't change anything that happened really we've had a lot i wouldn't either i feel like i mean when you think about it though like a lot of people were like oh you guys moved you y'all moved on fast like we did long distance we did long distance but we also like spent a lot of time together lived together Mm -hmm. and you know not a lot of people can even survive those basic moments facts but you know we've we've been able to do it facts um so the like the origination of how we actually started dating was i was i had came home during thanksgiving break and me and him were already following each other on social media but there was like no type of exchange friendship friendship vibes yeah, but it wasn't even, we were even talking like that. No. It was just like a high and by kind of thing. So um, I came home. I was in the car with some friends. As mentioned before, I had a hip replacement. So I ended up breaking my hip. Um, I ended up breaking, Lana, can you, my cat is just in here, y'all. Um, Attention, her. She really is. I ended up breaking my hip, and Luke was actually on Facebook complaining about having pneumonia, and I responded to him, and I was like, well, at least you don't have to learn how to walk again. Very negative, traumatic headspace. So <laughs> that actually, like, initiated our relationship because he slid in my DMs, and he was like, what? Did you really break your hip? And then from that point on, it started, and I feel like once we started dating... Like, the first time we hung out, we just never stopped. No, that, and like that's Like, we that's just true. never it stopped. Like, it was like that day in the summer, we just started hanging out, like, three, four times a week. Three, four times a week. And then I feel like... It wasn't on any weird vibes. It was just like, 
oh damn i actually like hanging out with this person yeah and it, and i feel like it was like very natural natural and organic and i would say it did happen fast like i feel like if we had a daughter and like she moved quickly i'd be like i mean that's subject that's brakes. subjective though you think so i mean i feel like before we made any like serious moves it was like a month mm-hmm. but you know there's a lot of people that will go out and lay down with someone after one night but it's, diff- it's different like establishing like a friendship first even if it was only a month and i also feel like our intentions were pure like there wasn't like okay what are we doing right yeah. there it just kind of like happened like naturally organically and then we started doing long distance and long distance was really hard yeah i mean the way i remember it we were together for three months mm-hmm. before you went back to school and it was like what are we doing like are we gonna are we gonna yeah. continue this i was i was super insecure yeah. just because i'd never been in like a relationship so the thought of you going back to college was like oh man and, and i and i kept saying to you i kept saying to you i was like no i'm gonna you're gonna come visit me i'm gonna come visit you those were also probably like my insecurities speaking too because i didn't go off to college yeah so you, i yeah. i was in like a mindset of like where i was at was less than yeah so i didn't even i probably didn't even realize where those insecurities were coming from until like now yeah you know because I knew I had a, I knew I had me a baddie, so you know I was worried. No, I wasn't really going anywhere. Uh, I was know. at American University, not doing a damn thing. Yeah, loner. We were both loners. Like we were both huge loners. Like we spent a lot of alone time, and also me and you hadn't been in any like real relationship since we started dating. Like we had been yeah. like solo dolo for a while. Like I hadn't had a boyfriend in what like three or three years before I started dating you, and I don't even consider those people yeah. to even be boyfriends. I mean, high school is one thing, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, um, I'm glad it worked the way it did. Okay, so I have some questions. I want to some like little like. Um, I got oh, you put them in your pocket. Yeah, I kept knocking them over. Okay, so we are actually playing. Can this you still hear me good? I can still hear you good. Just okay, try to keep good. the mic closer to your mouth. I got you. We are playing this game called um, "Where Should We Begin?" Mm. Um, and I thought it'd be cool to like do this because. I've had like so many conversations with friends and they'll talk to me about certain stuff going on in their relationships and stuff and me and Luke have had the conversation where like within this one person that you date there's going to be so many different versions of them so it's really and truly all about like can you still love this person when they're not always the person you signed up for yeah I understand like I, you know what I, I mean what you mean like think about think about like how like when you first started dating me like it was like oh it's happy it's great and then when i was depressed mm-hmm. some people don't want to put up with the depressed a depressed person yeah they bail out they bail out or like i also think about the time in our relationship where like i was i'm telling all myself but when i was like kind of mean like i was just i was like just such in a negative headspace yeah and you were just still there yeah i mean i feel like you know in your 20s it's such a developmental period mm-hmm. so to say that the person you were at 21 is the person you are at 26 i don't think it's true just because all those moments from your teens you're you're kind of like developing through them yeah like all of those circumstances are what made you yeah so you know but yeah being able to stick with the same person even in those low times it is difficult a yeah. lot of people a lot of people abandon ship 
they do and then i feel like in the early 20s and in your 20s you're unpacking like a lot of trauma that you didn't really have time to process right and i feel like in our relationship i honestly feel like you actually taught me how to like receive love because i knew how to give love but i didn't know how to receive it right yeah because you were like a caretaker very stoic you know okay you ready to do this i'm not scared all right you draw the first one do i ask the first one i'm asking the first question you want me to ask no i'm gonna no i want to ask let me ask the first question okay Ooh, the last person who pushed me over my edge you can answer honestly too probably was me i think it was probably this past week like when uh (laughs) like it was work it wasn't you i don't feel it was work i don't feel like you've ever pushed me over the edge okay truthfully but i think it was like a work-related thing really yeah has there been a time i mean there has been times where i have yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's been a few but you know i never blow up so what advice would you give to someone who is being pushed over the edge right now in the relationship and i'm not talking about like someone like a toxic relationship where the person is cheating and like the person is mistreating you leave that person sometimes sometimes you just get annoyed yeah you need to be your own person yeah i would just say i mean to answer that question i would just say i would try to add in a little personal space because sometimes someone is like your other your other half is asking you for personal space but they're not saying it and some <laughs> sometimes they need uh you know 30 minutes 30 minutes or an hour you know just go walk that shit off are you telling me this i mean no i'm not pointing any fingers at you but i'm saying a lot of people don't give themselves time i feel like a lot of people um you know their their partner is telling them a problem and they don't give enough give them enough space to figure out the problem themselves and mm-hmm. then sometimes you're just adding to the problem instead of giving them space yeah. so they can figure it out and and i feel like sometimes people like in a relationship like that you are oftentimes aren't the problem it's just more so like yeah you're just you're just like a added problem. yes you're not the main issue yes it's like it's like yes and i feel like sometimes in relationships people take shit so personal mm-hmm. like but that's insecurity I, that's insecurity and i feel like the last like no cap i feel like the last this last year of our relationship i feel like we've been doing a really good job realizing like whenever one of us is frustrated like okay this actually has nothing to do with me right like this is like he's dealing with something way deeper i'm dealing with something deeper right now we love each other that that like gentle reminder that you know we're a team we're not opponents right and i feel like now i can tell more when like you're frustrated and i can i can i feel like i'm able to be there more for you too yeah i I feel that way i would say so just because like you said like it's it's not always you yeah you know that person could be going through something that they're not i mean they're sharing it to you but they have to figure it out themselves yeah and you can't be the savior of someone else's problems all the time you could help but at the end of the day like if you're having an internal issue yeah you got to put in that work yourself to figure it out that's very true does that make sense yeah also self-reflection in a relationship is so true too like we we both have gotten our own individual therapy yeah i mean you got to look at your role you know what role are you playing in the relationship like if someone is looking out for you emotionally are you looking out for them too because it Mm. can't be a one-way street Mm. facts okay 
The person who intimidates me the most is you. Oh, uh, my answer. Am I answering these questions still? Yeah, or I think it will hit them? better if I just ask you all the questions. Oh, really? Yeah, I kind of like that. I'm getting grilled over here. <laughs> what was the question? The person who intimidates you the most. I'd probably say you, just because uh, your I think your opinion matters the most to me. Really? Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, like you're the person I spend my time with. So if you have an opinion about something and it's not a good one, but um. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like, if I do something, I think, well, will Janelle like this, right? You know? I mean, you know me. Like, you know you know some of the mistakes I've made. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, I really want this car. Mr. Big Spender. I really want this car. You'll go get the car. Yeah, but I'm still thinking in the back of my mind what you're going to think. Are you really? Yeah, I feel like a badass kid where it's like, I'm going to do it. Are you really? Cause, I Because you still do it. Not anymore. I mean... I've chilled out. You've gotten a lot better. Thank I think you. I think that also comes with the fact that like you're young, you started a business, and then you started making your own money, and it's just like, woo. Childhood dreams that you want to accomplish, but you know, no one says you have to accomplish those childhood dreams right now. Yeah. You know, and some people try to rush the process. Yeah. You know, I feel I'm like- guilty of that. I feel like you definitely intimidate me the most too because really? I feel like yeah I feel like you do because like you know like people be I don't care what anyone says like I honestly do feel like you're probably not even probably you are like the most important person in my life like every time I do something and you're not there I'm like damn I wish Luke was here like when I was like at Nobu I had this sashimi but how am I intimidating to you I don't think like your presence is intimidating I just think that I'm I feel like when it comes to like like your opinion like really matters to me. I feel like mm-hmm. intimidation is almost like Do you still get shy on me? Not as much. No. Mm-hmm. I don't think I still get shy around you. If anything I feel very comfortable for you, but I do have moments in my mind where I'm where not as much when we first started dating where I was like, Okay, when is this person gonna like stop loving me? Like when is this person mm-hmm. gonna see this side of me? When is this person gonna find me undesirable? And I think that just comes from like my own internal battles and own internal struggles. Mm-hmm. I think you're more so intimidating to me because like I said, you're really important to me and like I feel like I'm very considerate, but I feel like I've set a lot of boundaries. But one person I do consider a lot is you, too, because you're my life partner. So it's just like, I think the intimidation comes more so for the fact that, like, I want to make sure that he's also comfortable. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like... I get it. Like, I hate this, I hate this, like, new ideology with, like, new relationships and stuff where... Going back to, like, the role that you're playing. Right. Like, I... You know, a lot of times on social media, it's, like, so, like, artificial, like, it's just so superficial, and it's just, like, you just, you really need to be with the person that you want to wake up, and if you're sad, that's the person that you want to be sad with. If you're happy, that's the person you want to be happy with, and I think it really came down to that. It was, like, okay, mm-hmm. when I'm doing anything, when I'm experiencing anything in life, like, I want this person right next to me. Right. That makes sense. You just made me think about something, though, like, uh, about relationships and social media because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people like i think it's okay to have problems in a relationship yeah um it's about how you work through them but i think the problem is like when when you're having a problem and you don't address it mm-hmm. you know social media you still portray it mm-hmm. and it's like 
hey, it's okay to have a problem, but you it guys is. don't have to fake it. Yeah. You know? It's like, it's okay. Figure it out. Facts. Figure it out. But you don't have to... No, facts. And we've seen that in real life, right? <laughs> Oh, my... Yes, we've... Yeah. Not to call nobody no, we out. Not we not calling nobody out, <laughs> we, but we've we, seen it. We have seen we it a see lot. Y'all. We see y'all. I think my favorite compliment that we got recently was someone had a conversation with you, and then they had a conversation with me, and they were like, wow, y'all are like... On the same time. Y'all are on the same time, but yeah. in person, we don't... Like, when we're see around people, difference. we don't... Yeah, we don't change. Like, yeah. I like that when we go places, we're not, like, hovering over each other. I no. also like the fact that, like... Like, I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and I was like, get... Once you're out of the honeymoon phase... The honeymoon phase is great don't get me wrong but i mean like i felt like our honeymoon phase was short <laughs> it was short like i know some people are in like la la land for like a year or two but like no i feel like we were in the honeymoon phase for two years really yes i don't know i thought i thought under a year no i feel because think about it Janelle. oh my god because think about it like we started ha- i'm not saying we had problems but we had a lot of situations in life that we didn't necessarily have the time yeah. to just fool around and be like, oh, you know, there was I mean, yeah. we love each other, but like, you know, there were moments in our relationship where you were going through something, I was going through something, and we were there for each other. I feel like a couple that have been together for years. That's why I don't say the honeymoon phase didn't exist for us, mm-hmm. but I felt like we, we took our relationship really seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I can agree with that because we were faced with a lot of like real life challenges yeah like racially that's what i'm, that's what I'm saying it's like there w- we took each other very seriously yeah that's all i'm saying how how was it dating a black woman like how was it coming from you know being with white women to now like dating someone like me I, i'll be honest with you like this is a question that i don't know if people will like the answer just because you're the first woman that I spent this much time with. Yeah. Like, the other relationships, I were I was, like, sh- very shallow. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Like, the, your, your experience-wise, like, my what's experience, the difference? Right, so let me... I, I'm going to try to bring this all together, right? So, like, when you and I started spending a lot of time together, I wasn't initially thinking that the looks or reactions we got were because you were black. You were like, oh, shit. I was just like, oh, yeah, I think I'm just, like... <laughs> Yeah, like I'm I, like, the I, like thing I did, walking. like I did that, which I did, truthfully. Yeah. But I mean, the reality is where we live, and kind of like the world that we're living in, mm-hmm. people don't. Even to this point, I don't think that they expect to see a couple like us. Yeah. You know. Um, but I mean, in terms of what that's like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely different because, you know, I I can grow up as a cool white guy all day. But I don't know what it's like to be black. I don't know what it was like for you to have a childhood in a primarily white school. Yeah. You know, even though I went to a primarily Hispanic school, my experience is still different. Yeah. You know? Have you ever felt like you had your own, like, internal challenges? Because we've talked about friendships, removing certain friendships, because I feel like, you know racism is like very blatant but i feel like microaggressions and like overt racism can almost be scarier um so have you ever had like your grandma was super welcoming your grandma's my girl i love me some diane right at the end of the day i mean she's not gonna know what it was like for you Mm -hmm. either and given the time 
um, like she loves you to death, obviously, but like giving her, given like her age mm-hmm. and like where she grew up and like uh, kind of like, I don't want to say societal standards, but like processes. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that, you know, we had to talk to my grandma about the fact that, you know, we had a black woman in our household named Birdie. Mm-hmm. And Birdie was like family. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Birdie still had to go home to a lower income apartment. Yeah. Even though she was like family with us, that wasn't Birdie's life. And it wasn't yeah. Birdie's reality past those hours. Yeah. Right. So I don't think my grandma understood that. And yeah. I don't, I'm not blaming her for that. But at the same time, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like, she's not, I wouldn't say she's a racist person, but given the way she was raised, I think it's, these are probably things that she just took as normal. Facts. Right? You know? You know when we first started dating, I feel like I've told you this, but I can't remember, like, I think, like, the first couple of months when we started dating, I used to literally be like, okay, I'm waiting for him to tell me I'm pretty for a black girl. Because my entire, like, life growing up, I've had these conversations with you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it won't even just be bl- just be white men saying it. It'll also be black men saying, oh, you're pretty for a black girl. Yeah. Um, and black women, like, being seen as undesirable, you already know, like, that's, like, a, that's a real-ass thing. Yeah, I don't really understand it, but, you know, I think there's probably, like, some sort of disgusting strategy behind that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. I just never thought that way. Yeah, I mean, you... I think I just grew up, like, super multicultural. And you can talk to anyone. Yeah, and like you f- I, you're friendly with everyone. I just don't... Un- I don't understand the, the mentality behind treating someone else differently because of how they look. I think that's stupid. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. But, you know, people are raised to hate um, for some reason, but... You know something? I feel like when we first started like talking and like when I would see you before we started like actually dating what you represented not represented your appearance wasn't like who you were on the inside definitely not no which was crazy to me because you used to dress like a little frat boy but the truth (laughs) the truth is I never dressed like that until I had white friendships I mean I'll be honest you know I grew up in a primarily Hispanic I think maybe lean forward I grew up in a primarily Hispanic uh, elementary school yeah and um, as a kid I mean I don't want to say I I was dressing as something else but I was a fan of Iversons I was a fan of McGrady's you know shoes like I mm-hmm. liked I mean I'll be honest I was a fan of like black culture I would say <laughs> you know but I, I wasn't trying to appreciate be, the I, honesty I wasn't trying to be that and up until the time I had white friendships up until the time I... Do I not sound good? I think it's because you're by the window, so, like, that's why it's the echoing. Oh, uh, what about now? I can hear you now. Up until the point that I had, like, my first white friendship, I, I wasn't dressing that way. Yeah. And when I started dating this girl in high school, that was kind of, like, her preference. So I feel like I kind of tried to evolve into being that. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really that. I wouldn't say. Do you feel like you're yourself now, though? For sure. Definitely. I feel like you definitely brought that out of me. You're so stylish. You know how many people, like, literally, I went somewhere yesterday, and they were like, Luke is so stylish. I'm like... lying. You are. People always think you're so stylish. But that's all due to you, though. That's not due to me. I mean, you are kind of... You got a good taste, though. I just be... I'd be like, okay, let's... Sometimes I just think I'm just a little lazy. Yeah. And that's what it is. You definitely like dressing like a dad. Yeah. 
Um, next question is the hardest lesson I've learned about love. I would say, I mean, I would say the hardest lesson I've learned about love is probably that um, it takes two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, two people to make it work. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, uh, I don't want to say babying, but if you're not like caring for that love, it can dwindle. Mm-hmm. You know? Like if one person's putting in all the effort, it's not going to work eventually it's gonna fail because it takes two do you believe and love hurts i think love hurts like i've never felt anything like that you know we've done cry for sure for sure do you believe in taking breaks in relationships (laughs) (laughs) i think i think there has i think if you're gonna try to do that there has to be like some i don't want to say guidelines but like some understanding because I think sometimes people need space. Like, and some people will use a break to go cheat yeah, and go like do whatever th- they want to do. That's what I'm do. saying. There needs to be an understanding just because, like, you and I, like, if we're being honest, like, we've lived together for going on five years. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's going to be a point in time, like, we spend a lot of time together. It's like, yo, I need some time for my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you're going to go pursue someone else. That just means, like, hey, I'm going through some stuff. I don't really need to be around you right now. Yeah. But I do think a lot of people manipulate that. But. Yeah. I also feel like we're just both very heavy individuals. Like, you're an only child. I'm an oldest daughter. So, like, we kind of. We really need our. We really need. Because we used to be so codependent. I feel like now as we're getting older, it's like, okay, you go do your thing. I'm going to do mine. And then we come together. It's It's beautiful. It's nice yada 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 like i feel like now when you're like oh i want to take some time like i want to go do this yeah real quick yeah go do that. like when you yeah. went to wyoming yeah it was just a good opportunity to have yeah. a, little, a little me time yeah same yeah. for you and also just getting to a level of trust too like i feel like people are just so like if you're worried about your partner cheating on you and if you're worried about your partner like stepping out on you and stuff then yeah there's other underlying issues there there's uh, other underlying issues there and i feel like when you like are in a stable relationship and you are comfortable you don't really have to worry about um you don't really have to worry about it i don't feel like i i don't really feel like i'd be i know my life can't get any better than this that's, that's how right I, that's how i feel that's so right like... okay next question a risk nah i don't want to ask that one okay <laughs> hey you're the host here i'm just the guest Oh my gosh. Um, I didn't want to ask too many questions about business. Oh, that's fun. I don't really want to talk about it. Oh my gosh. It. it says the person I fear losing the most. That's obvious. That is very obvious. Um, the last time I doubted myself. I mean, that's a diff- I mean, that's a tough one because I would say that's a daily thing. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that I'm... I mean, sometimes I can be negative, but, you know, I think it's natural for a person that at certain times you're going to have doubts, doubts about your relationship, about work, about your friendships, your family. Am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. Am I helping enough people? Um, Et cetera, et cetera. You know? Um, I just, another thing I want to ask you is like, what are some red flags 
that you think that young girls should look for like in a relationship like what's some things that you know what I'm asking yeah 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 like it, like red flags in a male partner yes I mean I would just say in a partner in general I mean anyone that you know wants you to change who you are anyone that doesn't want you to be around your family um doesn't want you to be around your friendships I would say are controlling vibes and I would watch out for that um the scary part is in the world we live in today some people don't show that for a year yeah uh, you know, that's pe- yeah people people switch up and I would just look for small signs like uh that's why I said after the honeymoon phase yeah yeah because that's really the honeymoon. But sometimes those those kind of habits follow throughout the whole relationship facts people just yeah. i feel like you see it a little bit in the honeymoon phase but it's not as apparent yeah and like that's why I, that's why i always say like get out of the honeymoon phase but i would just say in general anyone that wants you to like change yourself if it's not for like the better yeah you know i'm not saying if someone says hey luke you do this this way mm-hmm. and it's a valid concern okay i'll i'll consider it but some of the ones you to change your appearance and stuff like that I, I think is alarming yeah or too pushy just too pushy on your on your time or mm-hmm. wanting you to do things mm-hmm. like, or very appearance heavy like make comments about your appearance all the time i feel like yeah, a that's, lot what of, that's what i was saying like change your look i feel like, like a lot of men do that yeah i think a lot of men have a have a strategy to to kind of like talk down to women mm-hmm. and make them feel little mm-hmm and I think that's like a tactic because they're scared of losing them. Yeah. It's you know an effed I mean? up tactic. Yeah. I feel like one thing I can say is like, I feel like throughout the course of our relationship, you've been really supportive of anything that I want to do. Of course. You're like, get that bag, girl. And get to know, that money. It's just like, um, if your partner's doing good and you're doing good, y'all are going to do great together. Yeah. That's how I feel. You did hit. You did say a good point. A lot of men will put a woman down and like try to. It's tear. a tactic. It's a, it's a tactic, tactic, which is so effed up. That I feel like that's the biggest red flag right there. I mean, I feel like it goes all in one. Yeah, if, I mean, I think if someone is, I'm not gonna say just men, you know, because I think women can do it too. Yeah. True. Like, you know, what I mean, I think it's just a personality thing. And, True. and a lot of it is an insecurity thing is what i would say facts no i agree nylon this is a really good one mm-hmm. when i'm mad i withhold my love by i would say uh not communicating mm. you know like i feel like if i'm in a mood or a moment where i'm not happy i uh I won't communicate about it. So instead Very of like true. instead of like saying normal things or like wanting to be affectionate or communicating, I I just don't. That is a trait of yours. Yeah. Maybe that's a Taurus trait, I don't know. Oh yeah, he's a Taurus, y'all. We already know. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say that's your trait. Yeah. You like a little ball, like you just Yeah, you just, like a roly poly. Yeah, you just <laughs> Like a low roly poly. I'm screaming. I'm surprised you didn't say turtle. No, I'm faster than that. <laughs> you should honestly make like cards with your dad jokes because they're good. Yeah, 
Yeah, that would be a good way to make money. I'm, but I'm very direct. Almost too much. You're like an attorney. <laughs> you think so when I'm upset? Yeah, you're like an attorney. Because you're, you're the kind of person that's like, I want facts. Yeah. I want facts. Like, I don't want to not know what's going on. Yeah, and I'll figure it out. They call that a discovery in the legal world. <laughs> You're like Nancy Drew. Like, why do you know so much about current events? I don't know. Journalist. <laughs> Journalism major. Yeah. I do know a lot about current events. You do. You be telling me about people I don't know. But you know what you keep me current with? Cars. Not cars. Do you keep me... This is honestly, like, embarrassing. Luke keeps me very current with pop culture events. What? You definitely do. Mm. You've been keeping me up to date with the Tory Lanez, the Megan Thee Stallion thing. You keep me up to date with Glorilla because you love her. You keep me up to... You just keep me up to date with pop culture. Because I'm kind of a little bit more nerdier. Kind of... I guess I'm a... I don't want to say I'm messy, but I guess I'm kind of a fan, so... You're a Bravo boy, too. Yeah. You love Bravo. You know there's yeah. actually, like, a group for husbands no. No. that... No, there's actually, like, a, a thing for I'm husbands. Gonna stay over, I'm going <laughs> to stay over here. There's a Twitter account for macho husbands Mm-mm. who like watching really? Bravo. Well, I don't have a Twitter because my mind doesn't operate that way. So. Who, who's your favorite Bravo character? Mm, like, just on, like, the Real Housewives franchise? Yes. I feel like I know what you're going to say. No, you're not. Yes, I do. No, you're not. Okay. Tell me. Top top three, actually. Because I, like I, I feel like I know who you're going to say. Like Kenya. I knew it. I, I knew Always it. going to like Kenya. Just like <laughs> the, the back talk is just like. She's also an Aquarius. Yeah. I mean, you're it's attracted just an, to Aquariuses. It's just an, I mean, not even just that. I'm just, I just, I just like how like fiery she is. And she's like, sleek. She's slick with and it. I, and I, I see like the strategy behind her. Mm-hmm. Cause like her disses are like, yeah. Who's your second? Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and throw a, a curveball out here that I don't think you would guess, but I think I would probably say Lisa Vanderpump. What? Yeah. Cause she's like a dope entrepreneur. She's a boss. Like she's made like hella money. She's got like multiple TV shows, brand, yeah. brands, restaurants, and she was messy. <laughs> <laughs> and she really cares about dogs. I'm surprised you didn't say candy because you be you be going candy's hard for candy. Third, candy's my third one. You be going hard for candy. But you got to think those are like three, three. Excuse me, those are like three lady bosses. Yeah. All three of them, so I fuck with that. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, next question. The last time I felt free. I'd probably say when we were in Europe. You were a different person in Europe. I think you would probably agree just because I was able to disconnect from all the shit I had going on over here. Babe, you were you were a different person when we were in Europe. I had never seen you. Like a butterfly. I never seen you so light. Yeah, that's what I would say because I feel like. The way life has been lately is it just feels heavy. It feels heavy. You know, like the, the career path I chose right out of college was a heavy one. And it just took a lot of time and uh, involvement. And uh, that gets heavy after a while. You know you didn't check your phone at all? Yeah, I didn't care. 
Like, it was different. I just thought, I just thought it was crazy that um, we had such a good time. And, uh, like, the day we were landing back home, like, I just had shit popping off. Literally. Like, it was going crazy. And I'm like, bro, I'm landing. Do you ever feel Please like those are signs from yeah, God, for sure, though? Yeah, for sure. I think that was the past year probably, like, my first reminder Mm-hmm. that I need to like change some things in life for sure because it was like immediate so, it was like good time bad time like oh this is a good one the <laughs> last time I cried was it Europe no 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 I think I probably have uh, maybe since then uh, we, we love men that cry okay none of that toxic male like masculinity I think it was probably like watching like a film or something Actually, you know what? No, you know it what was I Love was? is Blind. It was no, Love is... No, 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 no. I've, I've cried since then. Because <laughs> I get... I get... I like the... I fall down this uh, TikTok rabbit hole of, mm-hmm. like, people doing, like, generous, like, th- notions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, oh, the ones that really get me are, like, when a family member, like, reunites. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because you're such a huge empath yeah. like if someone cries in front of you you're yeah. like damn you really yeah. i think that's my favorite thing about you is Thank like you. you show a lot of emotion like growing up in a household like for me at least where it was just always stoic all the time yeah you're like very like yeah my grandma wasn't tripping on that she was like let that shit out for real because she's pretty yeah. emotional too yeah well mm, she no, tries she- to hide it when me and your grandma, she tries to hide it. When me and your grandma are together, oh, she but be like to, But like to her grandchildren, like her children, like I don't think she's. It's because we're her favorite. Yeah, I know. Like I don't want to, you know, say it, but it's the truth. It's whatever. She says it all the time. Let it be known. My most irrational fear. Your most irrational fear. I, I don't know. I think my most irrational fear, like, when I hear that, I would think of, like, a fear that just, like, is small. Or or not small, or a fear that I just wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess I would just, like, this probably sounds general, but I guess I would just think, like, failure. Or, like, failure at uh, this relationship. Or, like, failure of, like, the business. You know? Because it's, like, you fear I think people fear like the worst case scenario happening mm-hmm. but the chances of it like happening today mm-hmm. are small because of the decisions you can make today I feel that like I could sit here right and be like oh, I just worry that maybe I'm not good enough for Janelle what no I'm, this is an example yeah but it's like at the end of the day like it's up to me to be a good man to you right yeah. So it's like I could feel. I think people can fear something so much that they become that. We've talked about that. Facts. Like if I'm like, oh, I'm not a good boyfriend. Eventually, if I keep repeating that, I'm speaking that into to existence because mm-hmm. I'm giving a lot of time and energy to a fear that wasn't even realistic in the moment. Yeah. But you create that. That's why I would say it's irrational. Mm-hmm. What do you think my irrational fear is? I think you're. I think you're the same. Like I think you, your irrational fear is like failure. Like I, like you take the podcast really seriously because I know what it means to you. Yeah. But I think that like coming out of college, like you know, I'm not going to put your business out there, but like, you know, you were depressed after that. 
for a hot minute and i think that when it came to like stepping out and like getting back on your feet you were you had fear yeah also but like you, the, but you broke through that also like i had you know because like you were i mean you were like the breadwinner so i had like a lot of like coming from an environment where like you're always the one that's helping out you're always the one doing this you're always the one doing that i had a lot of like imposter syndrome it was like dang i don't like it was like you were more so like just sit back i got this work on your mental health work on yourself figure things out i got this right yeah i would say so but we're good now we're good now i'm trying to take care of you my guy i know i'm gonna retire soon i know you want to be a stay-at-home dad i'm already a cat and dog dad yeah so. i'm gonna take care of you babe like you take Thank care you. of me Thank you. i appreciate that Ugh, something about my culture i wish other people understood my culture yes <laughs> think about it right like white culture is very like when you say white yeah. when i say when you say white culture i think white standards mm. you think oppression you think all those things systematic yes situations yeah. yes 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 that's yes. why I, that's why i say that mm. i feel you yeah yeah we should do like an asmr i would do it with you i'll eat whatever let's do an asmr with birria tacos no you like birria tacos more dip, than me dip. sounds great i i could do i can't do chilangos today i ordered the most ridiculous shit off it reads last night what was it you didn't even want to tell fucking me nachos on top of nacho cheese doritos I was like, what the fuck? Why would you order that? And they, it took so long to get here, they were soggy, so I just tossed them. Huge L. You order the most wildest things. I need help. Simple, simple foods that you can heat up nicely. I need help. Like, you're the type of person that will order fries. All the time. <laughs> and get here, it's cold, soggy, and... Get mad. Has, like, that wet humidity around it. Chick-fil-A fries sound pretty good right now. Do you have any last questions for me? Is that it? Oh, um. Yeah, let me let me let me ask you a question. So, what um, what's been your favorite thing you've learned about yourself since you started your podcast? Mm. Mm. Well, you know I'm an essayist, so I'll be coming out with a book soon with long form personal book. essay essays. Another book. Another book. Second book. A second book. I think the thing that I've learned the most about my podcast is that... No, about yourself. About myself. Through oh, the podcast. through my podcast? See, I'm good at an- asking questions, not answering them. About mm-hmm. myself through the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like... About myself. I feel Just like think I'm, about it. This has been a journey for you too, like where you're actually vocalizing a lot of things. You're having diary entries. You're interviewing yeah. people, meeting other people. I think. I think what I've learned about myself is that I have a voice that actually matters. That's what we're, we're looking for. So, so a lot of times when I'm so shielded by my writing that I won't even show. Luke, the closest person to me, some of the stuff that I write. I, I study it until I'm ready because I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to my writing. My writing like has been my way of finding my voice without verbally saying it, but I'm learning that there's even 
if not more power than actually saying how I feel and I feel like doing this podcast is actually very healing for me because I kid you not I'll write down like a topic I won't even come with anything and I'll sit there and I'll just literally be talking I'll a lot of times when I'm talking on here I'm talking like to myself as well Mm -hmm. um and I want to be as transparent with my experiences as much as I can I also think it's the fact that like I really do care about people you do like really deeply and I feel like you're the same way too Mm -hmm. because I feel like you and I are both like huge like empaths like we we're yeah I feel like we both pick up on other people's vibes and energy yes and I think it also probably is like growing up as kids like we were often like ostracized like we weren't always with the in crowd we Mm -hmm. were kind of we were kind of like flower walls you know and I think trying to blend in trying to blend in i think rather than stand out yeah and i think despite us being two different people from two completely different backgrounds we came together on the simple fact that we know what it's like to feel that way yeah Yeah. i think that's i think that's what it what it was for me but i don't know i do appreciate you like always supporting me you always give me my space you actually brought me my podcast set babe i got you you got me just just give me an executive producer credit. You wanna help me get I'm some sponsors? You wanna help me you wanna help me get some sponsors? Yeah, I could try. I feel like you Do would you be want me to ask you another question? Sure. What's your favorite meal? <laughs> My favorite meal? Yeah. It used to be hot wings and then I found out I can't eat chicken. Um it does have to be a meal I make or a meal that I eat somewhere else. Favorite meal? I'm stealing this from the people gallery right now. Oh my gosh. Hey, how you doing I don't know, today? babe. What's I can't name? I can't choose one meal. I love food. Give us a styling tip. Like an outfit tip? Fashion tip. Always, always invest in a good oversized blazer. You can get them at Goodwill for less than eight dollars. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. It looks good on everyone, every single body type. The broader the shoulders the better, and you always need you a good pair of boots. One tip that you live your life by? If you're going to fail, fail big. Thanks for coming today. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait until Vogue knocks on my door and is like 83 questions. I'm going to be quick with it. God. I don't even want them sending me the script. Just let me know, you know? I'm just going to be in the background. Well, thank you so much, babe, for coming on my podcast. If no you guys want to follow Luke on... No, follow Janelle. <laughs> follow, don't follow me. He honestly does not post. And the, the thing that I... He's just one of those people that doesn't really post, but, like, he has a following, which is really interesting to me because he posts, like, once a month. And you, you get those views, which is, like, how do you get 100,000 views? And not post. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he has plans, y'all. He's not really a social media boy. He's like, let me just, you know, let me come up with this plan, this game plan for myself, and then I'm stepping away from this. So, yeah. you'll see me on social media soon enough, and you'll know <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> we need to go back to Europe. I know. All well, right. you need to reschedule your laser appointment because we missed that. Uh, maybe for, later. Thank, thank you for having me, though. I feel very honored. Okay. I love you. I love you too. I love you most. Thank you, babe. All right, thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the To All the People podcast. I I hope you guys like this episode. This is the first time I actually like just free talked. Like, follow, and subscribe. subscribe.
YouTube, Spotify, everything, Apple Podcasts. Happy holidays, y'all, and happy Christmas.